The SPFL Show, covering Scottish football across all levels. Hello and welcome to SPFL 42 show special, special interview. Um, I'm John Bleasdale um, and today I am joined by Falkirk left-back Paul Dixon ahead of Falkirk's crucial league one clash with Cove Rangers this Saturday in Battle of the Top 2. Paul, thanks for coming along. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Enjoying your um, day off, I assume? Yeah, uh, as the, the weather's not the best outside as always but it's Scotland what can you expect <laughs> yeah, it's Scotland in November so I think that's about as good that's as it. you can get to be honest yeah, with you yeah. Um, yeah so as we mentioned it's a top of the table battle um, Falkirk are sitting in second place at the moment um, two wins and two draws how would you sum up the start to the season um, yeah it's been it's been fine uh, one of the games there uh, the draw we received uh, the goalkeeper received a red card for for uh, something that you just can't legislate for, um, pushing the boy in the in the face in the box after he claimed he was kicked. So um, being down to ten men, we we hung on for the point. So when you look at it that way, that was a that, I think that was a good point for us. Um, so yeah, I think overall, pos- we we're looking at the the season being positive. The other the other draw was against uh, Partick Thistle away. So obviously Partick. Coming down from the championship, um, they'll be seen as one of the favourites, I would guess, along with ourselves. Um, so yeah, I think it's been it's been a positive start. Hopefully, we can continue that. Yeah, still unbeaten. I mean, um, with regards to um, goalkeeper Robbie Much um, has sending off. Um, did you just give him a good bit of stick in the dressing room afterwards? Uh, yeah, we spoke about it as a team, um, and Robbie knows that. What he did was was silly, and he shouldn't have done it. Looking back on it, um, but it's uh, it's something that happened in the heat of the moment, um, and he knows he's done wrong. So it's put to bed. We move on. Yeah, there's a lot of expectation in Falkirk this season um, because um, a lot of people, including myself, see Falkirk as a side that should be vying for promotion to the Premier League, let alone um, the you know being in League, League One you no know, it's not a place mm-hmm. where Falkirk should be obviously there's been issues for that I mean so um, just how do you how are you guys handling the expectation because um, I assume um, the, the two the two gaffers that you have have made it clear that it's, it's about promotion this season yeah I mean the two gaffers have been brilliant since they've come in um, they've brought a a freshness and a calmness um, being brand new gaffers themselves they're they're obviously learning as they go kind of thing and their approach has been has been brilliant so um the two of them have been there themselves as players so they know what to expect in this situation and i think they're just trying to to get that over to us as players i mean there's enough experience in our squad anyway to know the situation that we're in and uh yeah, I think you're right. People look at Falkirk and expect them to be a lot higher in the in the league system. Um, I know from my time at Dungeon United playing against Falkirk, they were always always in the Premier League and uh, they were always very good footballing team. Uh, I think John Hughes was manager at the time. So, yeah, uh, it's maybe where the expectation comes from. So, it's 
it's a good it's a good pressure to have. Yeah, definitely. And um, given what happened with the, how the league finished, because Falkirk were only a point behind Wraith Rovers at the time when the league got stopped and then obviously the season was called, um, there was talk about reconstruction that wasn't put through. Um, does that sense of injustice help drive you on to make sure that you're going to get promoted this season? Or do you, is it just a second issue? Uh, I think just the the fact that we lost out so narrowly, I think it was point something of a point that in the end we lost out on um, which is it's just sickening really to be honest that it, it's something that, that just doesn't happen in football does it it's what happened last season so um, we feel as a team that if the season was played out fully that, that we would have we would have pipped them to the post in the end um, so yeah we, we have to use that as a as a spur for us to to go on this season and and do the job, yeah. And and how much pressure um, is added with the fact that it's a twenty seven game season? Nine games have been cut off because of uh, for obvious reasons. Um, does that add more pressure, or as a player again, did you see it as part of the job? Um, yeah, obviously it's part of the job. We just have to do do the job that's put in front of us. And this season, like you say, it's twenty seven games. There is a little added pressure because you don't have that extra round of games. Do you know what I mean? Um, so teams, Championship, League One and Two, they they all if they're all wanting to win the league, they all have to make a good start to the to the season and try and not drop drop points. So yeah, it's um, like I say, we we've had a pos- We feel we've had a positive start to the season, and that's what we're looking to build on. And another team that's um, also had a positive start to the season, um, Cove Rangers. Uh, four wins at four. Um, they they're absolutely fine just now under uh, Paul Hartley. Uh, what what expectations do you have um, of what you're going to be facing this weekend? Yeah, they're obviously on a high, like you say, four wins. So it's it's going to be a tough game, but we're at home, so we look to to be strong at home and uh, try and get three points from all our home games. So that's exactly what we'll be focusing on trying to do. Do you see this weekend as a, a must-win or a mustn't-lose, given there's four points at the moment? If Cove win, it could go to seven. Um, yeah, I mean, every game really is a must-win, to be honest. You, you never go in... You always... Every every football team goes into a game to win the game. So, like I said, that's that's our sole objective, is to, is to win three points um, in every game. And as long as we do that, the, the league table will look after itself and take care of itself come the end of the season um, so yeah we're, we it's the old cliche isn't it you just take one game at a time that is literally what we do is we, we focus on each game because every, every game is different so we just look to, to see how we can win each game individually and get three points yeah, it's certainly going to be tough. And, um, you know, Paul Hartley, as we mentioned, he had an unsuccessful spell at Falkirk, so he'll no doubt be coming back um, with uh, with a bit of a point to prove. Um, but I take it from your point of view, you don't worry about things like that. It's just a case of, um, you know, looking after your your own your own selves and uh, making sure that you, you do the best you can to win the game. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as players, we just focus on, on our uh, games and making sure that we do our own individual job for the team and then obviously the greater good is the team winning the game so as players we we don't pay any attention to anything that goes on out with 
out with the game. So let's leave that to the press. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so you, you've also got, um, got David McCracken, who I spoke to um, at the end of the season. is a great guy. Lee Miller. Um, I'm an Aberdeen fan, so I've got a lot of time for Lee. Um, they came in at a time where Falkirk were really struggling. They weren't even in the playoffs at this point. Confidence was low. Just sum up the work that they did to pick you guys up to you know, get results slowly, um, getting together, put you in that position, and then also make you one of the two favourites to go up this season. Um, as I, like I said, I think just their enthusiasm when they first came in, um, obviously going through a stage of, of losing the previous manager, Ray McKinnon, like everybody liked working for him, but it's just football, things happen and and we just don't, they didn't seem to get the results that we that we required. The board made the decision and changed and brought in the boys, Lee and David, and yeah, their enthusiasm, being brand new managers, definitely shone through. That's just them as, as people as well, not just the fact that they're new to management. So I think, yeah, their personality and um, they have huge experience of playing the game as well. So that that helps I think um, when they're when they're telling us what they want us to do as a team and they've obviously had spells at the club well, Lee had two spells as a player and David had a spell towards the end of his playing career so that must help as well yeah of course they know the club inside out um, they have a connection with the fans so straight away I think appointing the two guys uh, with a new manager fans some fans may not know who the manager is, but knowing these two guys, like that would have got the fans up and buzzing straight away, sort of thing. So League, league One is a very interesting league because um, we've also mentioned that yourselves and Parter are the two main, um, you know, the two favourites to go up this season because the stats are obvious. We've mentioned Cove having a 100% start and Flying having come up from, from League One. The rest of the league, it can be, um, it's, it's going to be really tight to see who, gets the other promotion spot who gets relegated. I mean, you could make a case for almost any of them going up. I mean, that must really make it a really tough league. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, you've got these... All these teams can beat each other and beat well beat anybody really on any given day. We we seen that last season. We lost to, to Clyde three times last season. Um, so, yeah, it, it just shows you that you have to you have to make sure that you respect the team that you're playing and and do your job properly. Otherwise, you'll get a slap in the face if you don't do your job properly. Because these teams, like they can hurt you. They they can score goals, and they've got good players. Even at even at the so-called lower level, like there are good players throughout the league. So, yeah, it's uh, it's something that we just have to focus on 100 percent and do our jobs. Yeah, definitely, um, but you'll have a wee bit of a boost in the Betfred Cup that you beat two of the teams in your section. Um, so it was a bit of a weird way for Falkirk to qualify. You won two of the three games that you plays and you got another win because of the um, coronavirus situation. Um, yeah. But still, it must be good that, um, you know, to get through in a home time with Rangers. That must be something to look forward to. It's just a shame that there's not going to be the carrot of fans coming through, which um, would have boosted the club's coffers a wee bit. Yeah, that's the thing. The fact, like everybody's uh, excited for the game, but at the same time, the club are probably gutted because that probably would have meant a full house with the fans. They would, they would have, they would have uh, 
come in their numbers and it would have been a great game for them to come and see. Um, but still, I'm sure I'm sure it'll be on television one way or another um, so they'll be able to watch the game. Um, and yeah, it's, it's knockout football, so it's a one-off game. You just go into it and give it everything. Yeah, that sounds like the old bullseye moment. Look at what you could have had type of thing. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> coming yeah. in. Um, but uh, Premier Sports did confirm that that game is one of your three. I don't know the kickoff time, so um, your gaffer will no doubt fill you in about that. Yeah, um, but yeah. I'm assuming it will be the Sunday because Rangers are in Europe next so, yeah. week. So, um, yeah. Well, um, our game against Dumbarton, Dumbarton from that weekend has been moved to the to next Tuesday. So. All right, okay. So it'll be a very busy weekend for you. Um, but yeah. one, one to look forward to. I mean, Rangers are obviously flying um, at the start of the season. Um, and who knows what happens between now and next week. But as you say, in a one-off cup tie, you know, you must be relishing coming up. And James Tavernier will be one that you'll need to obviously stop because he's flying just now. Yeah, obviously, uh, he'll more than likely play directly against them. Um, but yeah, that's something that we, we'll sit down as a squad and we'll look at and see where we can use our strengths to, to hurt Rangers, like, like we do with any team. So, yeah. Like I said, I've played in many of these games in my career and and like football's a funny game and anything can happen. You just never know. I do remember Falkirk beating Rangers, um all beat um Rangers in the Premier League and Falkirk were in the championship at that point and Falkirk won three two. So you just never know. And you guys have got absolutely nothing to lose in this game, you know. If 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 Falkirk lose then it's expected. If Falkirk win um, you guys are heroes for um, 24 hours yeah. at least. I mean, last year we played, well, last season we played Hearts and uh, gave them a good go. Uh, hit the hit the woodwork three times and uh, the goal that we conceded was a penalty. It's just a moment of madness again, <laughs> um, giving away the penalty. But other than the penalty, than the goal, there was there was there wasn't a huge amount in the game. And like I said, we we hit the bar and the post three times. So. On another day, those shots go in and, and we win the game. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's football, anything can happen. Yeah, you just never know. And um, well, let's, we just need to wait and see what happens. I mean, it, it would be some upset if you did go through. Um, yeah. But the main focus, obviously, um, is, is League One. Um, so, you know, to, to get to get promoted, what, how, how would that rank in your career if you um, if focused? I'd go up and obviously we're not predicting the future because you just don't know but what would it mean to you um, for Falkirk to go up this season? Oh, it'd be massive um, for me personally in my career that it would be the first time that I would achieve promotion um, in any league that I've played in so yeah it, it would be it would be a special moment for my career if if we managed to get to get the promotion that we that we are uh, setting out to, to achieve this season yeah, definitely. So, and that would probably rank along your two Scotland caps you had. Um, you were um, very fortunate to um, to play for your country, and we can't go um, a conversation in the week where Scotland qualify for Euro twenty twenty without talking about it. Just um, sum up um, your feelings when David Marshall made that penalty save. Uh, yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. A bit, a bit of shock. I can't lie because it's been yeah. so long that we've waited, but. Um, Having been in a squad with with Marsh and seeing him over the years, like he's he's a good penalty saver. Do you know what I mean? So I think I think a lot of people were biting their nails and hoping, but 
at the same time, knowing that Marsh had a really good chance of saving because he was close with a couple of the other ones. Yeah. So um, for it to happen after 22 years, it's it's amazing. It's a great feeling. I was 11 when it, <laughs> when we were in France, 98. So it's it's been a long time. Yeah, I'm. I was 17 then, so thanks for making me feel old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's uh, yeah, that was tremendous. I remember the buzz of the, of the nation when that that happened, and it's going to be. I mean, you've you've seen the reaction um, to this, you know. Yeah, and, rightly um, so. Yeah, and uh, I, no, I can begin now going number three because of it all. <laughs> it's, yeah, um, yeah, it's unbelievable, and just think what can happen. That's that's just as qualifying when we come to the tournament next year. It's going to be fever pitch. Oh wow! Like. You just hope that fans will be allowed in the stadiums when come that time. You just hope that that's the case because you know what the Tartan Army is like going to a major tournament. Uh, just the Tartan Army going away anywhere, they just they go for a good time and everybody else joins in, kind of thing. So it's good. Yeah, well, I'm a fully paid up member of the Scotland Supports Club, so I'm certainly hoping that um, things are eased up. And I, I mean, hopefully the vaccine comes to something that more that they start easing um, back in. Because I mean, for you as a player, I know you're probably getting kind of used to it now, but it must still be weird playing going out there to an empty stadium every Saturday. Yeah, it is. It's very strange. Um, you're obviously you. You kind of get used to it in terms of playing in empty stadiums in pre-season. Like you play a lot of bounce games and closed doors matches then, but that's that's completely different to playing in a league match that that is is worth three points. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's it's strange at training as well in the morning, having to turn up, stay in the car, go through all the the protocols to stay socially distanced, etc. That's strange and weird. Just normally, you just turn up into the changing room, get changed, have breakfast, and mix with your teammates properly. Whereas you've you've got to keep your distance now and speak to them. So, ugh. fingers crossed it disappears soon enough. Yeah, let's hope so, or we, or we find a way of living um, with it. Um, but something needs to yeah. move on because that's normal. It's not great. Um, no. But from your point of view, you've you're in a privileged position where you get to play your football. So, um, no, I'll, I'll just, I'll wrap it there, Paul. Um, listen, thank you very much for your time. It's been... Yeah, no problem. Thank you. And um, all the best for the season. Yeah, thank you very much. Take care, John. Cheers.